This is episode 156 of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Today I have Mukta Tayib of Enhancer.com on the show and we talk about how to enhance conversion rates using an AI algorithm that tracks the patterns visitors display on your website. So let's get started. But before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsors for supporting today's episode. Attention all business owners. Tired of struggling with ineffective data integration? Real Omni offers a unique solution for your business to achieve long-term growth. With tailored integrations to match your corporate strategy, you can expect improved results. VL Omni's managed service approach gives you fast implementation and scalability across all channels. Choose VL Omni for a different and more effective data integration solution. Visit VL Omni today. That's VLOMNI.com. This is the e-commerce coffee break. A top-rated Shopify growth podcast dedicated to Shopify merchants and business owners looking to grow their online stores. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get marketing advice you can't find on Google. Welcome, welcome to the show. Hello, welcome to another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break. We want to talk today about conversion rates and we want to talk about visitor behavior. Now, most of you have used any kind of paid ads platform like Meta, Facebook or Google Ads in the past, and you might be well aware of any kind of audiences that you have that might be look like audiences, that might be custom audience, any kind of audience that you used, for instance, to retarget your visitor and then hopefully getting them back to buy from you. So this is in general the topic we'll talk about today. And with me, I have Taib today. He is the chief marketing officer of Enhancer. He has been working there for five years has started as an intern in 2017 and has been an integral part of the company's growth journey. He holds a bachelor degree in statistics and a master's degree in data science. His expertise and dedication has been crucial to the success of the company. And he's proud to be part of Enhancer's vision of for the future. So Enhancer, the name already tells it, but enhancing your conversion will help us there to see what we can find out on how to get more conversions. So let's say hello to Taib. Taib. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you. And thanks for having me in the podcast. You're welcome. Tell me a little bit of your journey into the world of meta ads, Facebook ads, Google ads. As a company, we actually started as a project-based company back in like 2015 before I was joined. After that, we were doing some projects for, let's say, big companies, insurance companies, automobile companies. Each of these projects were like data science based, but they were kind of dying out in whole data science awakening. The reason is people started to do this in-house and there are a lot of tools that actually helping them do these kind of projects internally. So as a dying industry, we actually thought, how can we take our expertise and make it to a broader audience and scale it so that we can reach globally. So that was our purpose. After that, we started to see that in Turkey, e-commerce, there's a lot of gap between the audience optimization and campaign optimization. And there is a lack of knowledge as well. So we thought our expertise of data science, we can integrate it into the e-commerce industry and see how we can actually benefit the whole industry and the companies. So that's how we actually started the whole e-commerce and enhancer thing before it wasn't even called enhancer. If we talk about Meta, everyone knows the story with iOS updates since about like two years or so. Things have become a little more tricky. In the past, it was quite easy to have just creating audiences, local audiences. And then the third party cookies fell away and now it's becoming more and more difficult to find the right audiences. You found a solution to help with that. Tell me a little bit what the original problem is, why audiences were not that easy to find anymore. 
and what you have developed to help with better targeting? So there is actually two ways to look into the situation. One is with the iOS restriction. One is without the restriction. So let me first explain without the restriction because it's much more simpler to explain. So what happens is in e-commerce companies, people actually try to advertise their product to their audiences. Like if it has a certain amount of traffic, it tries to retarget these audiences that come to their website or application or let's say Instagram page. So what happens is Facebook generally provides two or three basic audiences like all website visitors, product viewers, add to cart and previous purchases. In these three scenarios, what happens is if you go to your all website visitors, there are a lot of visitors that doesn't end up buying from your website because they are not simply interested in the product. Some of them might have come accidentally from some links on the outsource and some of them are like, they find the price to not suitable for their taste. And in these kind of scenarios, when you launch your campaign to all website visitors, you will be wasting a lot of money on the people that actually doesn't buy anything. Another issue is that in these Facebook and Google Ads platforms, they charge you based on the reach and the impression you make. The broader the reach, let's say you are reaching 1,000 people, it will charge you differently if you reach 5,000 people, regardless of the relevancy of the reach. Because Facebook says like, I showed... 5,000 people your ads five times, give me this much money. doesn't matter if this 5,000 is relevant or not. So what happens in product viewer is just because a person actually looked at a product doesn't mean they're going to buy it from your website. They might find some competitive price elsewhere. They might find the comment section in the review to be, let's say, not positive. So a lot of factors into the decision of buying a product from the website. And add to cart is like, it's so small that Facebook cannot even optimize it. When it cannot optimize it, kind of stuck to the learning limited phase. So that's where the problem lies. This is without the restriction. With the iOS restriction, there is another step of difficulty because you are missing out on the people that come from iOS devices. That's actually crucial for a business because you're already going to miss out a large portion of your audience. Also, you will not be reaching your full potential if you're reaching the all web services just. So that's where we have come up with the solution and has. So do I go into full technical details or just like high level explanation? That would be my first question. We should start with a high level one and then we can go a little bit deeper into the technical. So let, let me ask a question. That was a very good introduction on where the problem lies. And I think that gives a good overview for the listener to understand that what Meta, Facebook and Google Ads offer out of the box might be suboptimal for the potential that they can have in reaching the right customer. If we go a little bit deeper into this, and now we're talking about creating the audiences and the right audiences, the ones that are really most likely to convert, how do you help with that? This is where like we thought of the enhancer as a solution for these companies. So what actually happens is when a person comes to your website, let's say they looked into a certain product, looked into a certain product category, looked into a certain page, or let's say went down to the bottom of the page to get the reviews. So these are all some behaviors of the visitors that come to the website. What Enhancer does is take those behaviors and analyze what kind of behaviors in the website leads to a purchase, what kind of a behavior doesn't lead to a purchase. It's like primarily based on behavior analysis using artificial intelligence, like algorithms. In this scenario, when a person comes to your website and doesn't behave that interested, 
he or she will be excluded from the enhancer audience. If another person comes to the website and they look at a certain t-shirt category product, but did not look at jeans, pants product. So that person might have a higher score of purchasing something from the t-shirt category. So that gets included in the audience that you will be targeted using the campaigns. So this is all behavior based. So let me give another example using the demographic situation. Facebook also keeps tracks of the people who actually spend online and their like profiles and everything. We don't know that, but Facebook definitely knows. If you are, let's say, rich and you go into a website that serves computer mouses, you have the capability of purchasing all 10,000 of them, but you don't actually need them. At the same time as, let's say, high school guy who actually needs a mouse will go to the website, their behavior will actually dictate whether that person is going to buy or not, whether they're interested in that product or not. So this is where the behavior is actually more important than the demographic itself. What NSA does, if even that rich person comes to the website and doesn't actually show the behavior that leads to purchase of the computer mouse, then he or she would not be included in the target audience at the end of the day. So I see some similarities to a good salesperson in a brick and mortar store. They probably will be able to tell if somebody comes into the shop and how they behave, how they walk around in the store, if they're likely to buy something or not. And I think that's where you're going with the AI, with the behavior. You can find the most valuable visitors and then obviously you attend all your attention basically to these specific ones and you don't spend money on the ones that probably will not buy from you anyway. How long does the self-learning time take before the AI kicks in? So that changes based on the traffic of the website itself. Because handicap of AI algorithm means it needs data. The bare minimum we actually X is like 30,000 page views per month. When you have 30,000 page views per month, the algorithm is able to learn it, let's say within two weeks of time, and then send those audiences into your Facebook and Google ad managers where you can use them in your campaigns. So... If your traffic is much more, you can learn it within two days even. So it's completely dependent on the traffic. Let's say you have 30,000 page views, but after three months, it went to 100,000 and like more than 100,000 page views. The algorithm doesn't stop learning. So it keeps learning. It like updates say, audience segments each week. The reason is a seasonal holiday came up and the trend in the industry changed. The behavior inside the website changed due to some kind of coupon or anything, and new product might have attracted a lot of interest. Due to this trend and seasonal changes, we decided to implement weekly update. In the last couple of days or let's say seven days, the website traffic had changed, the behavior had changed, the algorithm will acknowledge that and it will actually update the segments. As a result, it will update the campaign because it's using the NSR audience in its target audience section. And now a quick break to thank the sponsors of today's episode. Attention all retailers. Do you want to provide your customers with a seamless shopping experience? No matter where they shop, they expect and deserve an easy, hassle-free experience. But what do you do? Don't you deserve a solution that integrates your systems, channels and partners without wasting time on manual processes? Real Omni is the answer. They are an integration platform partner for real-time, agile and scalable iPaaS data integration. Their platform integrates your systems, channels and partners, giving you visibility, flexibility and time to grow and expand your business. 
Top global merchants choose Real Omni to move data seamlessly and integrate their businesses, delivering a fully integrated customer experience that exceeds expectations. With 30 years of data integration expertise, let them fit the Real Omni solution to match your business strategy. Visit Real Omni today and let their expertise guide you. That's vlomni.com. So you said it's not just the plain add-to-card visitor or page visitor. You create segments that can be much more in detail on what it contains. Can you give me just an example on how a transparent segment can look like? We provide these behaviors and uh, individual segments transparently. If you log into our product in the application itself, there is a dashboard that contains, let's say, 50 segments for your whole website. So out of these 50 segments, there will be 50 different behavior, let's say. The first set presents the behavior for the first segment which is like, okay, they have looked into a product uh, category under, let's say, T-shirt. They haven't looked at the product category under glasses. If a person comes back, let's say, after seven days to your website, that is also another behavior. That person came back to your website. I'm just giving three examples from top of my head, but there are more than 200 behavior that we actually look into before deciding what goes into a segment. This behavior will be given to you in a transparent way. And then when you select those segments and send it to Facebook, Facebook knows which person to target and which person to avoid. But these behavior will actually also help you understand what works in the website. So if you have website structure that doesn't work, this kind of behavior actually highlights those issues as well. Okay, now that's a very important point. And I think that's a very valuable result that you can basically go back to your website and start then doing conversion rate optimization. Let's talk a little bit about results. What are kind of average results that you see with your clients? We have been actually working with more than 250 companies around the world. So the bare minimum we have seen is ROAS will return on ad spending, go at least above double. So in some cases, we have seen five times. In some cases, we have seen 10 times. But we have never seen a return on ad spending that goes below two. In very rare cases where the price of the product is so low that even if you spend a lot of money on it, you won't get the return out of it because of the price of the product. In general cases, we have seen the ROAS to go up like at least double or three times. Okay. From the technical implementation, I understand you link into WooCommerce, you link into Shopify. Give me an overview of what kind of integrations you offer for different platforms. If Shopify Margin actually wants to take benefit of this service, they can simply go to the marketplace and enhancer and it will pop up. Once they install the app, the integration itself is done automatically. They don't have to do anything. They have to do only two things. The first is into Google conversion ID, copy it from the Google Ads account, and then paste it in Enhancer, and the audience will send Google as in that regard. Another manual integration they have to do is create a custom audience in those Facebook or Google and platforms that is linked to Enhancer. And this is just a one-time job. So after that, Enhancer knows I have to send these audiences to this particular custom audience. It will be real-time link, let's say. And if you're not from Shopify or WooCommerce, in that case, our developer team actually does the integration for you. We generally ask for Google Tag Manager access and to our email addresses and then our team does the integration in 15 minutes or so, and then you're good to go. The data starts to blow. The pixel is also integrated. 
detected in those scenarios. Google conversion tag is also done in those 15 minutes. The onboarding itself is like 15 minutes. Okay. You said that you need to create data before the algorithm really can kick in. And it depends on how much, obviously, you're driving traffic to your platform. Now, on the opposite side, how much budget do you need to calculate from then retargeting and spending on meta to really make the most out of Enhancer? So it actually depends on the industry itself, to be honest. What happens is if you are launching a campaign with a lot of budget and if you have spare budget, let's say you have $100 you want to spend, but your reach is only 1,000 people, that only takes $20 to reach. So what Facebook will do is reach those people five times to spend the budget. So we don't say that you have to spend $1,000. You have to spend $500. What we say is if you used to spend $100, you can keep spending the $100. Since your reach has changed and the people are actually interested in your product, you won't need to show the ads five times. You might have to show the ads to two or three times because they're already interested. We are pointing out those people for you. In that case, the budget is kind of utilized better on the target audience you are going to change. So in that way, we're not actually increasing or lowering your budget. We are kind of optimizing the budget so it gets spent on the right people only. Okay. You're coming from the data science side of things and AI is really taking over huge parts of the e-commerce side. What's your prediction? I want to know. For this year, 2023, how much will AI take over the parts or make the life easier for a e-commerce store owner? So I have actually seen this question pop up a lot recently due to the chat GPT explosion that we like lived two weeks back. So my best guess for this and onwards is that none of this AI will actually replace the human because I myself had masters in the data science. I have already worked in this kind of algorithms. So what it will help is for e-commerce industry, let's talk about this. So for the performance marketing experts, they are worried that work will be taken over by AI. Let's say ad creating is done by AI. The targeting itself is also done by AI. But to be honest, it's not going to replace them. It's only going to make their work much faster. So if there's tedious work. So in this case, let me give an example for the target audience selection. You can do this manually in Google Ads as well, but it's going to take a long time for you to arrange these behaviors, analyze them, and that create an audience for you. So it might take hours, even days. So in that case, we're not actually taking away your whole perspective of the target audience. We're just making it easier for you to access and target you can with uh, for the ad creators part as well. It's not going to replace the content creators, but it's going to help them brainstorm and get ideas more faster and see a first, let's say, draft of the work they're going to produce. And then this AI can create the first skeleton for these kind of scenarios. They can build on the skeletons using human touch and then perfect it. But do it in, let's say, five minutes where you could do it in the previous, let's say, one hour. So that's the biggest impact we'll see. 
in terms of AI and the like industry takeover that everyone is scared about. If you are a performance marketing expert or graphics designer, you don't have to worry. You can make your work like much faster with these kind of tools because it's never going to take over the human creativity. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. I totally agree what you just said. AI tools, and I'm using them in my own business, they just help making things much, much faster. You still have to have the final check on it if you're happy with it. And I totally agree, the human factor will not go away. Now, where can people find out more about Enhancer? And tell me also a little bit on the pricing structure. You can look up Enhancer in the website called www.enhancer.com. Or you can go to Shopify Marketplace and search Enhancer. You will be able to see the application there. And from there, you can go to the website as well. If you want to get in touch with us, you can go to our website and book a demo with us and our team will get back to you with addressing your questions and answers. Uh, for the pricing structure, we have a subscription-based model. It's like you can cancel anytime if you're not happy with the product. Pricing structure is based on monthly page view. The reason is after the integration is done, the enhancer algorithm collects those data in a real time, analyzes them in real time and sends them to Facebook and Google Ads in real time. So this whole process is based on number of page views you have. So that's what actually drives our server cost, to be honest. So that's why our pricing structure is based on monthly page view. So if you're coming from Shopify, if I'm not mistaken, up to 25,000 page view, the pricing is $99. So it goes up according to the page view. I don't know the whole breakdown of the pricing structure, but the highest one is probably $499. At the moment, we have three pricing structures, small, medium, and large. So if you are coming from Shopify, you will find four because Shopify adds another package, but or the website pricing, it's three pricing packages. More or less, it's the same. So it's based on monthly page view. If your page view goes up after six months, we'll notify you that your page view is increased. That's a good thing, actually, because it means you're gaining a lot of traffic and sales. It's a bittersweet moment. Your cost will go up, but your profit will also go up. So if they want to find more about Enhancer, your audiences can actually search Enhancer in Google as well. Also, they can go to www.enhancer.com. I will put the links in the show notes and then just one click away. And then I would recommend that people just get in contact you who are a demo. And I saw on your website, there's also a video which explains the process and the benefits of using Enhancer. Hey, thanks so much for diving into the world of audiences and getting the right person to the store. The like the content, I think people have to listen twice to the episode because there's so much con- good content in there. Thanks so much for your time and have a great day. Have a good day. Bye. Before you leave, don't forget to visit the sponsor of today's episode. Attention all business owners, tired of struggling with ineffective data integration? VL Omni offers a unique solution for your business to achieve long-term growth. With tailored integrations to match your corporate strategy, you can expect improved results. VL Omni's managed service approach gives you fast implementation and scalability across all channels. Choose VL Omni for a different and more effective data integration solution. Visit VL Omni today. That's VLOMNI.com. And that's a wrap for this episode. I hope you found today's episode informative and actionable. As a reminder, we have a growing community of e-commerce professionals where you can share your insights, ask questions and learn from other merchants. If you're interested in joining, please visit our website at ecommercecoffeebreak.com and sign up for the community. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review our podcast to stay updated on the latest marketing trends and strategies for Shopify e-commerce merchants. See you next time.